Good morning, everybody. It is May 17th. This is Prime Nation Live. I'm Sydney Roberts. I'm Tyler Wood. I'm Cameron Smith. I'm Tyler Dees. I'm Tanner Methman. Yeah, we got Tyler Dees joining us today. Uh, since Charlie Dawson was too good for us and left for New York, I think Tyler might be taking over <laughs> on Wednesday if you do good enough. Yeah, I've that never is. been too good for any of <laughs> you can You can manipulate this so oh, you don't have to... You want to speak into the front part. Yeah, so you want to speak yeah into, into the, the side. Yes, right there. Right there. Like this right here. Boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah, make yourself comfortable, man. This this arm can manipulate all kinds of ways. Uh, so let's talk about on this day. Tanner, you want to lead us off? Uh, sure. Uh, basically, on this day in 1875, the first Kentucky Derby uh, was held. Kentucky, yes, sir. Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Do they do? I wonder if they do a Kentucky Derby where it's just like rubber ducks racing around. I know? would rather see real ducks uh, yeah. run around, and that I would be way more interesting than the Kentucky Derby. Manor Tethman. <laughs> I'd be more apt to bet on ducks. I feel like I'm not into like horse betting. I had a bird on the way here. Yeah, you yeah. hit one. Yeah, these two birds were either trying to fight or make love. Mm -hmm. and, Another uh, you got in the middle of it. And no, I was driving. I was like, well, obviously birds will move. And as I got closer, I was like, uh, and I kind of like shifted over so that I wouldn't run over them. It would just like my car would go over top of them. Uh, of course. I saw them like crash <laughs> to the ground and I was like, oh, come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> come on. He was saying, come on, don't get up. And the one that was like the aggressor, uh, I don't know if that was the one that was coming on to the other one or the one that was, you know, about to kill the other one. It takes off. And then the other one, uh. It was still. I went over top of it, and it was still on the road. It wasn't dead. So, so like the, the chassis bad. of the car drove over, not the tires. Correct. Okay. Bad things happen to good people. Is the moral that of the story. Bird could have been, you know, breaking and entering. You don't know. <laughs> and of course, there is already a Kentucky Derby with uh, rubber ducks. Looks like they've got like a couple hundred in here, though. I could probably run those over. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They'd be much easier to run over than real birds. I yeah. think it'd be more fun than just, again, real ducks. I'd be, like like Dee said, I'd be yeah. bet on real ducks rather than horses. That and would be much cuter, too. And not in a pond. Like, I want them on a horse track. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I want them running. I want you to little. clip their wings and have them <laughs> run the track. <laughs> have you guys been seeing all the ducklings around here lately? Yes. No. Oh, I, yeah, every freaking morning They're I have adorable. to stop. I saw a gooseling. Yeah, actually, it's gooselings. I haven't seen any ducklings. Curb stomped a few this morning. They are now. <laughs> okay. Or as my brother <laughs> used, my brother used to call them, a gaggle of gay geeses. Hmm. Why is your brother more public? Uh, I don't know. You know what, Tyler? Why are you not my brother? Huh? Probably because he doesn't share the I'm same not parents. Black. Whoa. Whoa. Well, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know this was that kind of show. Guys. Oh, it absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Tyler. We should have oh. let you in on that. His name's Dees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we got two Tylers. We got so two Drews. I got two it would, Tylers. It would not surprise me at all if the Kentucky Derby was invented solely just for an occasion to drink the mint julep, which oh, has yeah. anyone ever had one of those? I have not. It's gross. Such a subtle transition to something Tanner had to save on the computer and then put up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't just save an image for nothing. So, uh, yeah, I'll get uh, that Grimace porn back. Let, let me really see. Sorry. <laughs> no one would mind. Uh, <laughs> let me look up. <laughs> let me look up what all is in a mint julep. Because obviously that is like the stereotypical douchebag frat boy Kentucky you, Derby. It's drink. sugar water, basically. Have you had a mint julep recently, my friend? That started off kind of Cosby-like, and then went into that uh, <laughs> down down home Southern accent. No, I haven't had. What oh, you're, you're not going to play along, all right, Cameron? <laughs> all right, just go with it, please. So, uh, oh God, I looked up mint julep, and the first thing that popped up was some boutique. 
Yeah. But anyway, no, I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's it's just sugar water. It's just sugar water with a mint gu- garnish. Oh sugar wow, water. yeah, you're right. You literally just put sugar into seltzer water and add mint and bourbon. Uh, yeah, That's see, a mint julep. It's I think it's gross. I I drink my whiskey straight, sir. Hmm. Ooh. That's the only thing you do straight. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not all up in this business. Kill yourself. <laughs> You're not. Uh, see, I, I invest heavily into into what Tanner does with his free time. But uh, yeah, so the Kentucky Derby in 1875, the first time it was run, you gotta think uh, it surely wasn't created just for this purpose, but surely. probably from that very first day, it was celebrated as a way for rich people to go out and just talk about how rich they are or not talk about but show rather oh absolutely with their extravagant uh floral design clothing and whatnot you see that fat horse over there that definitely ain't gonna win i'm gonna put one million on it (laughs) 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 he loses every year (laughs) (laughs) uh and so before we get on to our next on this day this is a a natural segue for us to talk about the rop him uh, it made headlines uh, yesterday. Uh, who all here is familiar with the rompem by now? I saw I the am. pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. I'm curious how that's a natural point. segue. I've already had about three people offer to buy me one mm. a, as long as I wear it. Well, it's a it's a segue because the rompem is being celebrated as a, a new form of pastel-laden uh, fraternity clothing. So I'm sure this next uh, Kentucky Derby, you'll be seeing lots of rompems around because it's going to be stylish. Like you guys remember those. Uh, what were they called? Those shorts Overalls? that are ridiculously short. What short shorts. They call them uh, dickies or something like that. Oh, chubbies. Chubbies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, those were a, a trend pair. for a long time, and they were, you know, celebrated at things like the Kentucky Derby and tailgates and stuff like that. The romp him, I'm sure, is going to be the next, uh, the next big. There's nothing funnier to fraternity me. trend. There's nothing funnier to me than a very, very fat frat boy. Oh yeah, well that's. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. <laughs> not, there's not some really. that are stocky, but you know, like ridiculously. Uh, as someone yeah. who was in a fraternity, I can tell you, most fraternity members are obese and don't care about it. What flavor of fraternity were you in? Were you in an Chocolate. honors fraternity? No. Or? no oh. I, uh, <laughs> you were in a real one? Yeah, legitimate fraternity, yeah. Well, Probably the only one that I would be proud to, to be in, uh, Teak at NC State. Because it was, uh, I mean, TKE? the only mm, the <laughs> Tau Cap Epsilon. The only reason I joined was because the guys in there were the type of guys I would have hung out with anyway. Mm. They weren't your typical fraternity guys. But that's not to say that most of them weren't overweight anyway. Mm. But Is they were just, you, you know, genuinely, genuinely like a lot of them were friends of mine in high school anyway. But just friends I would have been uh, friends with in high school and stuff like that. Cool guys, not your typical frat douchebags. They were actually fraternity men. I I'm like to say. I'm pretty sure it's TKE at uh, Wilmington that snuck a stripper and a keg into a uh, a dorm. Hmm. I don't know if there is a TK at Wilmington. I know there's one uh, at App and I think there's also one at uh, ECU. But uh, I don't know about PKE UNCW. There's I, uh, a K in it. I don't a lot of those. I don't want to bring down the room but I'm curious uh, how did they haze you because you know, there's been that story going around about the frat boy that died yeah nothing that bad uh it was it was a pretty intense pledge process with i mean not lying at all nothing as bad as dying no yeah yeah Um, blindfolded and some limp stuff in my mouth that's no not not anything to do with the mouth there were blindfolds involved oh okay the other hole it was your typical (laughs) pledge process no nothing sexual Nothing, uh, and you know that stuff does go on without a doubt. But that was another big part of the reason I joined Teak is I was that confident was, that, that was nothing in the like screening that. Process, you're like, hey guys, no, no peepees in my mouth. <laughs> well, I just, I like I said, I knew a, a bunch of the members before I joined, so mm. you know they they couldn't let me in on exactly what goes on in the pledging process. And I mean, genuinely, it is a really intense process, but it does build you up a lot. It builds character and it builds a bond with mm. the people you're going through it with. But yeah, there's nothing, um, you know, any anything like homosexual, sexually at least. I want to join a sorority. 
Well, why don't you try? You could do a sequel to Juana Man, except instead of playing basketball, you're joining a sorority. I asked a sorority leader if I could join, and she said no. Oh. Well, so you, why don't we get her on the phone? Did you sweet talk her <laughs> at all, or did you just ask her? Um, I don't know if I'm capable of sweet talk. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh, did you drop the old TKE connection with Sydney? Did you <laughs> I tried, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you just found out about today? Are you uh, clairvoyant? Sydney, we're having fun here. <laughs> Are we? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no, I feel like I'm actually being put like on blast right now. So <laughs> we change the subject. Yeah, so let's talk about in 1884. What happened then, Tanner? Dude, dude. So there's this little state, all right? There's this little state called, actually, I don't know why it's I said little state. It's like the state, biggest state. Yeah. All right, I've already screwed it up, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, yeah, Alaska became a U.S. territory in 18, what was it? 1884. Uh, although we did look it up, it didn't become a state until 1959. Yeah, so that is what seventy five years later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty Just confident it was seventy five. Yeah. Oh uh, God, Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Is I that is that Alaska's pride and joy? What she's Alaska's pride Alaska? and joy. Uh, the movie Snow Dogs, I think, was Ooh. was set there. I believe. I'm a huge fan of Lisa Ann. Is she from? Oh, she just played yeah, Sarah Palin. Go. Okay, there yeah, you yeah. Go. Wheels are turning. Gears <laughs> are grinding. <laughs> I think we could have done without Alaska. Overall, you sure? Really? Yeah. They actually, um, they went through a phase. I don't know if they still do it, where they um, gave a minimum income to all of their residents. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so what we were talking oh, about. Yeah, they're doing. Yeah, in, Canada's um, doing it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean like for moving there, like incentive to move there? No, I think like thing? yearly. Like I think it was an ex- experimental process, but like every resident got a minimum income. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's because they did that with the uh, like the Midwest as well, and then the Dust Bowl happened. So I don't know if mm. that's like wow, the really? Best. Mm. Yeah, that's like, like you can't blame minimum income on the Dust Bowl. That's <laughs> <laughs> blame poor farming practices on the Dust Bowl. That's I I I think it was just like people being shipped to the Midwest to sell land that people had bought up that like started the Dust Bowl thing. No, what started the Dust Bowl is poor farming <laughs> practices. Yeah, but it was because a bunch of people were just like, well, hey, you should go. a bunch go of stupid people. Bunch of, yeah, but that's just people. Tonight like, uh, on CNN, then, <laughs> the heated debate. The 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 t- I am not going to stand by while the one thing I learned in sixth grade social studies is brought up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta say, even more so than Sarah Palin, do you guys know who Sue Aikens is? Nope. Mm-hmm. From Life Below Zero, I'd say she's Alaska's pride and joy. Aikens. Her, uh, she she stays in Alaska like pretty much year round in just this tent, pretty much, and she uh, she like hosts this campsite where people can come and stay in tents. But a bear broke into her tent, mauled her. She crawled uh, like something like three miles or something to to get help, and then went back and uh, and killed the bear later on and ate it. Pretty bad. Oh, yeah. What's mm-hmm. her name? Sue Aikens. She Asian? Second. No. Oh. No. What makes you think that? Sue. Aikens? Sue. S-U. I, I read it as S-U. Second. No, there's an E there. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, it finally became a state in 1959 along with Hawaii. F- uh, quick trivia round. Tanner and I are not eligible. Which became a state first, Hawaii or Alaska? Alaska. Hawaii Alaska. was the last state. Alaska. <laughs> oh, you said Alaska through your through your okay. Well, <laughs> Sorry. You guys are correct. 
Indeed, yeah. Hawaii mm-hmm. became a state in August 1959. Alaska became a state in January. That was seventh grade social studies. Oh, yeah? Yes. Those are the years that stuck with you? Mm-hmm. You know what? I remember seventh grade uh, social studies learning that because that was when Obama first started like running, and he was from Hawaii, and they're like, does was he born late enough? Don't you mean Kenya? Seventh grade was <laughs> the last year for Tyler in school before he started smoking that hashish and started forgetting everything <laughs> that went in that year. <laughs> Talking to me or him? Just the one ear. We decided out. I was these. Right? Yeah, I'm, we not, got, I'm not sure. You, you know, want to all remember that. Who wanted the name? By the so way, I'm I'm looking said, up. I'm, I'm Tyler. I'm, I'm on Tyler. a Wikipedia page of. Uh, yes, it's gonna be these. Oh, hold, yeah, I want to hear this impression. It's, it's what you sound like. I don't <laughs> like your voice. Can, can you I say? Just, can you say? Uh, I am not guilty. Oh, uh, I am not guilty. I couldn't tell which Tyler was saying that. Say, uh, Tanner, you have baloney in your Uh, cargo shorts. Tanner, you have baloney in your cargo shorts. (laughs) My name's Tyler, and the new Tyler, he's got to be D's because I'm better. (laughs) Lawless. This is a great replacement for Charlie. I I agree. He already hates me. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so here's a quote, real quick, from Sue Aikens after her Asian lady? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Asian, Asian bear lady. <laughs> I just, just can't understand Aikens. How that translates? Sue Asian? She's Sue. she's Aiken for some <laughs> bear meat. For some what? Fu? For, for, for some wood. For some fu. So here's her quote: I had to sew my own head together, my arm, and before my hips popped out, I went across the river, found the bear, shot him, called the trooper, and there I lay for ten days. So she didn't even go to get help before she killed the bear. She sewed her own head back together popped her hips back into place and held her arm like pretty much on while she went and killed the bear and then waited for 10 days to get help because she lives 80 miles from the closest road. How'd she not bleed out? If she is a badass. That's the only explanation. If this woman wasn't busted from being mauled by a bear, I'd probably try to date her. (laughs) Dude, you know, okay, you know what? I found someone who is Alaska's pride and joy. Uh, Bob Ross. What? Bob Ross was born in Alaska. How does that happen? How do you get so good at painting trees when you're from a a state with no trees? Wait, hold on. Something's wrong here. Sprawling landscapes. Uh, Oh, no. Okay, I'm wrong. He was not born in Alaska. Uh, He started painting in Alaska. Wait, so you just genetically engineered in Alaska. I said Alaska. Yeah, I did say it has no trees, but that was obviously exaggeration. He was born in Florida, (laughs) Daytona Beach. That's a hell of a move. That's the plot of Snow Dogs. Oh, yeah. You're right. Cuba, successful Bob, dentist. Bob Ross is based on Snow Dogs. <laughs> no, the other way around. That's the story of Bob Ross. That's what I just said. Bob Ross is based on Snow Dogs. No, that's no. You're learning. Uh, <laughs> you're you're, you're saying a person's life would be built yes. based around a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So God watched the movie Snow Dogs in the future. So just to yes. be clear, Bob Ross, who died in 1995, mm-hmm. several years before Snow Dogs came out, yeah. his life was inspired by the Cuba Gooding Jr. movie Snow I Dogs. Did, I did God works in mysterious <laughs> ways. Are you, saying, are you saying Robert Frost, the poet, is based on Snow Dogs as well? No, Robert Frost, the poet, wrote Snow Dogs. Oh, two dogs diverge in a wood. <laughs> in a yellow snow because the dogs peed on it. One of their fathers is white. That's so the crux of the movie. I didn't even know that Bob Ross, I, I hadn't thought about it. I didn't know he died. I especially didn't know that he died oh, in I 1995. It's not, something, it's not something we like to talk about. Yeah, I was a year really. old, and I was like, get him out of <laughs> here. His hair scares me. <laughs> I, actually, we're just I'm the reincarnation of Bob Ross because that's when I was born. And we're I, just going to put my headstone right here. Mm. Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he didn't die. It was just a happy little accident. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
Bob Ross is an American hero, first of all. I do want to clarify. Well, he, he really was. He spent 20 years in the U.S. Air Force, and yeah. that's when he took up painting because he was stationed in Alaska. I've killed so many people. <laughs> that was his way of yeah, living with yeah. himself. And I'm just going to put the dead Viet Cong babies right here. Uh, and that tree's bleeding. Don't worry about why. <laughs> that tree's bleeding. I'm just going to paint this tiny street. And I'm just going to put a little Agent Orange right here. A little Agent <laughs> Orange paint. We'll melt your, melt your skin. I don't off. think any of us can <laughs> top the happy accident. <laughs> We're still having fun, though. Yeah. Are we? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Listen, about these rompers. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get on to pop culture, though. Uh, we've, we've bled out I, on this day for as much as we can. True, although I do want to ask, do we want to do Cam's review? Oh, yeah, Cameron, you ate food. I ate a Cajun Filet biscuit this yep. morning. That is think? correct. Did you have the egg and cheese on there? I did. Cajun Filet, egg and cheese biscuit. Now, today, I'd say it was actually a pretty on day. Uh, first, I take a look at this. This is not the Yeah, this actual, is not the one he ate, but this, this is the only Cajun Filet biscuit with bacon and cheese I could yeah. find. It's egg, cheese and, cheese. And egg. Yeah, egg and yeah, cheese. Yeah, egg and cheese I could find. Uh, so, I took a look at it, and I was like, okay, this looks like a pretty good one. It looks solid, like a thick piece of chicken in there, good, organized. Uh Egg on top with, hanging. with the, the, the come on man. There we go. Uh, <coughs> I thought I was gonna high five after the review was over, but I'll anyway. up there. We can, okay, we can yeah, finish it. Keep it up there, and I'll high five when I'm done. Anyway, took a bite into it, and at first I was disappointed. I was like, this chicken doesn't seem like it's got any Cajun seasoning on it. Oh. But then as I kept going, I I realized I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel that Cajun seasoning. Mm, it was like kind uh, of a delayed reaction, and as I was going, it got spicier and spoosier and. Uh, <laughs> And, and, uh, and by the time I was done, I was like, man, that was a fulfilling meal. I, I'd honestly say 9 to 9.5 out of wow. 10. Wow. I, uh, I got I to gotta give a, a 10 out of 10 rating to my Bojangles this morning because they gave me a free egg and cheese on my sausage biscuit. I didn't even ask uh, for it. What? They didn't charge me for it. You what? stole fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> oh, actually, I got to <laughs> go back. Got, it took me a second. I got to go back <laughs> on my 10 out of 10. I got to give him like an 8 out of 10 because my Mountain Dew was flat. Uh. It was not fizzy. Uh, mm-hmm. But the bow rounds were on point. They yeah. were Yesterday they were kind of, they were like stale crunchy. They're bow squares. Not satisfying crunchy. Bow squares would be a good idea. I wonder I wonder if maybe they're round because it helps the cooking or something like that. It's because they're lazy and they're actually screwing you out of what they could give a you. Full a full square, yeah. yeah. A square that would be fill in more. That's true. So, so no one did those calculations of how much uh, money and supplies they could save For if sure. they just made them cook uh, circles instead of squares. And I wonder if maybe they started off a little bit bigger and mm-hmm. they're slowly downsizing the bow rounds over time. Tanner, you're right. When I think of Bojangles, I think someone doing intense <laughs> math <laughs> to shove the maximum amount of potato into a bow round per cost. Yes, <laughs> this is this is just true. So Tyler is uh, is a, a chef. What's the deal? Sorry, Dee's is a chef. You so say this one, <laughs> this one right no, here. Oh, okay. So, so would you no. say that Wendy's has the right idea with the square patties? Does that help the cooking? What? what why do you think they do that? Uh, I think that they most likely do it because if you shake your patty square. Then it's not round like all the other patties. Hmm. I have a follow-up <laughs> question. Astute <laughs> observation. I have a follow-up question about food preparation. How much of your food do you pee in? I, uh, I feel like if you're gonna send out food and be happy with it, you have to pee in it. Okay. So if you want to please the guest, <laughs> then you have to add just a touch of yourself. Just a little bit of love. So right. That pee pee. Poo you can you can definitely tell whenever the chef hasn't taken the proper time to pee in your food. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, you can. 
You've been to uh, you've been to Platypus and Gnome. Yes, it's really good. That's I disagree. I don't. What you got tonight on CNN? Thought that it was mediocre. I did get for the price. What'd you get? You got something too expensive. No, I I did. I tried their like boar plate that they have. Ah, so. And I thought that their sides weren't that impressive. I so mean, let me talk a little bit about Platypus and Gnome. I didn't tell you, I did get the Cubano. And I was happy with the Cubano. It wasn't as big as I expected it to be for 12 bucks, yeah. but it was still good. But the fries were meh. The fries are way too greasy there. Mm. And most fries, you know, they come out greasy and the grease kind of soaks in and they dry up. They stayed consistently greasy. The worst part about it, though, was I ordered a Moscow Mule there. I didn't watch him make it. I should have. What the hell is that? Uh, it's ginger beer, lime, and vodka. Sounds like, like pretty girlfriend. One, of, one of the simplest drinks to make. It tasted like a margarita. So he brought it to me. It tasted like a margarita. I was like, okay, simple mistake. Maybe you just thought I heard margarita. But no, I got charged for a $9 Moscow mule that tasted like goddamn margarita. And then I ordered a beer next because it was safer. But uh, I, both times I've been to Platypus and Gnome, I think it's overpriced and not very tasty. That's I mean, the Cubano, like, I th- honestly, I think the pickle was the like the most flavorful mm. thing in the in the sandwich. I was happy with what I got for twelve dollars. Mm. And what did you say you had? The Cubano with fries. Okay, I'll cool. tell you. That's, I might give it a second go, mm. but I was very displeased. With I had the Moroccan lamb, and I was a little disappointed because I paid twenty bucks and it wasn't that great. Honestly, my leftovers I think were better. Like it was better reheated. Yeah, it looked on. like you had eaten already, like a full. Like rack of lamb, and then the whatever Moroccan thing right, in it, and yeah. then throwing it back up. When did yeah. this place open? Uh, but like, first I time know. I went, I had the perfect meal, which I highly suggest. Uh, they've changed the poutine. They used they used to have like a Swedish meatball poutine. I was looking oh, forward to trying was, that. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so I had that, and then also I got the elk burger, and the elk burger is also phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. This um, is hilarious that we're going into such detail. Like <laughs> I was not impressed with this, but my <laughs> bow jangles biscuit was great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nine point five yeah. out of ten. Yeah, that is a <laughs> great segue into a bow jangles review. Talking about <laughs> a high class restaurant and all the problems we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bow jangles nice and consistent for the most part, at least, except for my Mountain Dew. But uh, it's time for our first break already. So we'll we'll be back here in about 10 minutes, guys. Stick around. Back from our first break. It's May 17th. This is Prime Nation Live. So moving into pop culture, we're going to talk about this pet rat that overdosed on heroin. Snuggles. Snuggles the rat. Uh, So in Vancouver, fortunately, you know, they have those uh, overdose prevention sites in Vancouver. Um, Apparently, uh, a woman brought in her pet rat who had... Eating some heroin off of her table, as you know, rats are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the veterinarian put some Narcan on the mouse's nose and uh, and revived it. And wouldn't you know it, the the current owner of the mouse said that she felt like she was unfit to raise the mouse. The oh, excuse me, the rat, and then handed it over to um, let me see what was her name, Blythe something, Sarah Blythe. She was the one who saved the rat's life, and now she is the new owner. Of Snuggles the Rat. Uh, it looks like the woman who saved Snuggles' life was Melissa Patton, and I think uh, she's the one taking care of Snuggles now. Huh. Okay, well Sarah Blythe uh, co-founded the organization. Let's see. Where are you seeing that name? Uh, Melissa Patton. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. But point is, they found a rat OD'd on heroin and saved it, and that's really cute. Well, and, and it you know goes to speak to the efficacy of these overdose prevention sites. They're not only helping out 
over ODing humans, but also uh, animals. Yeah, yeah. we're going to check on this lady that's this doing heroin. It's definitely moments well like these that those places were built for. Yeah. <laughs> moments like these. <laughs> <laughs> they say that. Uh, that's his new segment. That's moments the new like segment. These. <laughs> <laughs> Chris talks about a new moment from the week. <laughs> uh, they say that they've uh, they've treated uh, dogs and cats as well. Uh, in the U.S. even. You know what? If a dog gets addicted to heroin, we'll let him go. <laughs> there's well, not much you can do for a dog once they get hooked on it. Like <laughs> old dogs don't learn new tricks. That's right. <laughs> they do learn new addictions, though. Oh, yeah. God, I, I, well, I, I wonder if a, if an animal could, like, actually develop a habit for a drug like that. I'm pretty sure they'd probably just die. I, I mean, mean dogs dogs yeah. can't even have chocolate. I you mean, think they can well do heroin there and live? There are, like, moose who uh, eat fermented apples mm-hmm. on a yearly basis and get drunk. Like yeah, if yeah. animals, if you have <laughs> the chemical pathways, <laughs> you're going to be addicted to yeah. whatever it is. But True. there's not much. Have you ever seen that picture of the moose stuck in the tree? That's mm-hmm. one of my most favorite I don't things. think it's I have either. It's a moose wedge. <laughs> like up in a tree and like people are around having to cut the tree down <laughs> to free the drunken moose. If a if a dog does get addicted to heroin though, there's not much he can do in the way of like stealing a VCR to pawn it <laughs> to get heroin money. He's just gonna have to like <laughs> detox, Pong. I guess. Hey. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> no no no. Did you say paw? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's things like these that that's <laughs> why I don't like you, okay? Things like these. <laughs> that's my new new segment. Puns like these. Oh, you got that new new? That's that new 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 segment. But yeah, I got to think that a dog instead of developing a habit for heroin would probably just overdose pretty immediately. I hope so, but Oh god. We've got oh, a yeah. bad problem. But would you eat it after it overdosed? Probably. It's good <laughs> marinade. It's better than orange. <laughs> I'll eat an overdosed human before an overdosed dog. All right, Tanner. That's <laughs> You have an overdosed human in your cargo shorts pocket. Well, I don't yet. Yet. That's the key word Mm -hmm. there. Uh, So this brings us on to a similar story that happened, let me see, in um, Ohio. Um, Apparently, people might have already heard about this, but apparently a cop who who busted these two people for uh, fentanyl trafficking Fentanyl is five times stronger than heroin. It's uh, it's like a synthetic opioid. Don't tempt me. But it's way more, uh, way more dangerous. Apparently, even just touching your skin could lead to an overdose because that's what happened with this police officer in Ohio. He had busted these two uh, people for trafficking in hero or in fentanyl, and apparently they tried to their way to get out of the situation was they tried to grind the powder into their floorboards. Mm. Of the like, they were just stomping it and trying to disguise it. When I mean, it's a white powder and black floorboards. The picture's right here, Tanner. If you want to pull up my screen, it just looks like a, it looks like the Chappelle sketch with um, uh, Tyrone Biggums. There's just white powder everywhere. It's like the guy in the middle was eating powdered donuts. Yeah, exactly. You're not allowed to do in the car. (laughs) At least not in Ohio. I like how that's a a worldwide car rule. It is. It's (laughs) my mother told me so. There's I like some kind of say 45 percent with Allstate right now. <laughs> There's some kind of uh, candy box in the middle too. Is that Butterfinger bites or something? Uh, let right. me enhance. It looks like, milk it looks like Whoppers or Milk Duds. I'm going. I think it's. Whoppers. I think it's Butterfingers. I'm pretty sure it's Butterfingers. It yeah, I don't. Uh, milk Duds are like way more yellow than orange, box wise. How far away is the moon? <laughs> Two hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles. And there's only been one person who ever walked on that, it. That's a lie, Sydney. It's only 900 <laughs> miles away. <laughs> Look at the screen. Look at the screen. Oh, oh. no, there was more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, yeah, these Ohio police. So what happened? Uh, apparently he got some of the powder on his shirt, 
Uh, we were talking about this yesterday before the show, and Drew Harrison was skeptical. He felt like the police station here was trying to cover something up. But uh, So apparently the cop walked into the police station, and someone told him, hey, you got some white powder on your shirt. No, none of these cops thought, yeah, that might be drugs, considering you just stopped these drug dealers who were selling white powder. So the cop goes to just brush it off with his hand. Apparently even just touching it with your bare hand can lead to uh, an overdose. So, hey, man, your nose is bleeding. Are you, uh... <laughs> nose is bleeding, your mouth is foaming. I mean, we, we were just talking about powdered donuts. Has that ever happened before, where, like, a donut shop was actually a drug smuggling ring, uh, mm. using the powdered donuts to smuggle cocaine and every other drug out of there? Well, nothing would surprise me. First time I ever met a uh, good friend of mine, Matt White, he, uh... He was coming over for a barbecue for like Fourth of July or something, and he brought powdered donuts. And he uh, he's a really animated guy; he's really high energy. And he just like got some of the powder, put it under his nose, and he came in and said, "What's going on, everybody?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so apparently yeah, he brushed it off, Noxious. and then uh, about an hour <laughs> later, uh, he uh, he had a massive headache and eventually passed out. He had to go to the hospital, and it took three doses of Narcan just to. To re- to revive him just from brushing the little bit of powder off of his shirt. So if it like reverses the effects of narcotics, isn't it Narcant? <laughs> sure. Can yeah. you play? Can you play a sound for that? Why please? does everyone uh, hate me? Why is why is that's, this? That's what you get. What I for what? We're trying to bring for joy to children's lives over the internet. Yeah, maybe maybe just pick and choose. <laughs> Narcant, really? Uh, but it's uh, the actual name is Naloxone. So uh, what it does apparently is immediately stops the high and then dilates your your uh, respiratory system because the that's what an OD on opioids is is like it constricts your respiratory system mm. so that's what the actual overdose causes that one's not as fun no so wait did he he didn't die from this did he no no he's revived yeah. now and apparently he's back on the job as of today but uh, he was in the hospital a lot of energy I think it was over the weekend. Uh, I saw Prince died from this this was the yeah. o- uh, drug Prince OD on pretty Prince sure. Is dead. Uh, yes, Prince uh, William the Third. I'm pretty sure it's what um, Michael Jackson died on as Wait, well. Michael Jackson <laughs> the Third. I hate yeah, to break it to you, now. yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Michael Jackson was also a fentanyl, but uh, with Prince, he was administering it, su- w- it to himself. The Michael Jackson thing was like he was actually having it administered by a doctor. That's why the doctor, I think, is in jail now um, for malpractice. But yeah, fentanyl is nothing to mess with. Uh, like I said, it's five times stronger than heroin, which is already like by and far the most addictive substance in the universe I think they've proved so uh, it's you know like I said it's uh, entirely synthetic it's just like a pharmaceutical produced drug which I mean that's how it usually happens with heroin addictions people get something like fentanyl uh, prescribed to them and then they get hooked on it and then heroin's just cheaper than the prescription so then they move on to that um, but like I said Drew was thinking that this was some sort of cover-up like this this cop had like a no problem or something like that, but I don't know. I mean, do you uh, think do you think this cop will adopt Snuggles the rat? I just Ooh, think he's trying nice. to one up Snuggles. That's <laughs> what I don't think. He's like can't be all about a rat. And I'll take three <laughs> hits of a rat and a pig hanging out. Back. His name was Officer Gumdrop. <laughs> <laughs> Snuggles and Officer Gumdrop. That's the new Fox series coming this fall, mm. featuring Grimace. <laughs> Grimace's butt. Wow, Cameron. Sorry. <laughs> Call back. Welcome back. I'm still stuck in that episode. I don't know if we have that graphic. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it go. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did yeah. you save that one? Oh, of course. Okay. I'm nice. gonna. I've, I've got a folder now, just essentials, just uh, things to have for any show. Uh, you know, Benedict Cumberbund. Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. And uh, Idris Elba. We can't mm-hmm. forget him. 
Yeah, let me just get something to cover up the cheek or the crack. cumber butt. Keep talking, guys. I'm just do not stop talking. <laughs> I will have to take time to finish finding this image. I'm I'm just laughing because I'm curious where the Indian accent came from. What led you into that? What led you into that? Benedict uh, Benedict um, Cumberbund. Yeah, dog. What? The Native American. No, they're engines. <laughs> there, there it is. is. <laughs> with the cage Tyler, the I, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen that yet. You don't yeah, actually have Grimace. to cover up that crack, do you? <laughs> no, but I like to. <laughs> Here, look. You can see the. Uh, Cindy, can I show the crack? Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> ah, shucks. It's that juicy grimace butt. This was like result number four if you Google grimace porn. I don't recommend Googling that, by I the do. way. I do. It's hilarious. You don't have to. That's I'm going to either way. <laughs> Tyler hasn't looked away. I'm not. Don't you mean these? <laughs> I don't really care. I'm just having fun. So uh, another another topic to, to talk about is, uh, and Tanner, you posted this on the group, so I'll let you talk about the Amtrak pizza delivery. Oh, yeah. I thought this was awesome. So uh, some Amtrak train was like stuck and uh, delayed for like three hours, and someone got, quote, hangry, uh, they posted on Twitter. Oh, it's a white woman. Yes. <laughs> Dollars to donuts, it's a white woman. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they ordered pizza, and the pizza delivery guy like cr- climbed over rocks and hills and stuff to deliver this pizza. Oh, uh, thanks. The- You're 30 minutes late. <laughs> I'm still hangry. <laughs> She's going to eat one slice. Be like, oh, my God, I am so full. Yeah, $3 <laughs> is a reasonable tip, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My dad usually just pays for it. But, yeah, this... Man, that would suck if you did all that and got like Jack for the tip. Ew, who is or, this uh, isn't hairy that man? the delivery fee? <laughs> it would have been better if the pizza guy had just finished like traversing those hills and rocks and everything, and then the train started pulling away right <laughs> as he was handing <laughs> it to him. That would take PayPal. So bef- <laughs> before we we go on uh, slandering this good man's name, it was Mitch Katz, not not a uh, millennial female. I love cats. <laughs> Twitter user Mitch Katz. He is a co-founder of a of CA Wealth Management. Hmm. Wow, and he uses Hangry, huh? Yeah. I don't so like Mitch Katz. I like Tabby Cats. <laughs> <laughs> These are my Tabby Cats. It doesn't say what what type of uh, pizza it was, though. You know, it, it doesn't look like just your ordinary Domino's. It looks like a homegrown mom and pop pizza shop. But uh, you know, it's a dedicated delivery guy. I really think this delivery guy is awesome. Has anyone out here ever been delivery people? No, I've, I've been have. to Giorno. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, I mean, like I, I would not have done this. I, I would have been like, no, okay, not, not doing this. Hee hi ho ha. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Is it like, do, do you think that he told them he was gonna tip them an exorbitant amount? Yeah, I guess. Have. You his, know, when his Twitter picture, like he looks like the type of person who would do that. Well, he, 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 he probably he leaned back into the train and said, "Honey, what are poor people worth?" <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, founded a wealth management trip. company, so yeah, I got to think he can he can provide a good tip what, for a service like what were those his own wealth? He just keeps all the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were those directions to the pizza guy? I was How just about to say <laughs> the yeah. special instructions part, you know, on the delivery app. All right, so probably, get off on, s- that on Sixth and Market, climb over the hills into Mordor, and uh, <laughs> and find and, and I don't know, just like he also you had to cross this little this little watery patch. <laughs> You know, like down this ditch and then cover yourself. <laughs> <with> your <laughs> so the also, it looks you. like look. There's these fences here. So did he hop a fence to get there? Well, yeah, did he th- cut through someone's backyard? I think it was like right outside of a residential area. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the delivery guy went above and beyond. So I hope he did get a good tip. 
but I am curious to see like what uh, surely he had to call to make that. You can't just place an order like that online to a to a train track. How do you describe that? You got to make a phone call. So train tracks are like these two iron bars, and <laughs> you put like wood in between the bars, and you run uh, Thomas and Friends along them. <laughs> Uh, and so it, it should be noted, for whatever reason, this train was going from New York to Washington, D.C. That's, so, uh, that's one of the most frequently traveled rail lines in the U.S. Really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tyler with the train facts. I'm not worth much, but <laughs> when it comes to trains... When I have a fact, I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why do you think that is? Uh, just two major metropolitan things on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Boston and New York are a lot closer um, they might actually have like a dedicated rail line just between those two, but I think this is more like a. I don't know. It, they're different types of rail lines, mm-hmm. and I think that Boston and New York is just like they don't even count that almost, just because it, they're so close. Um, and then New York to DC, I think that's one of the most traveled ones. Gotcha. I wonder if the New Yorkers were complaining about the quality of the pizza because it looked like it happened closer to to Washington than New York. But uh, they eventually got the Amtrak. What they did is they had to bring two trains to come and pick up all the passengers. Two trains. <laughs> Both bracelets. Uh, and eventually everyone got uh, to where they needed to go. Obviously, there was a. Um, they didn't make it there on time. But yes, they sent two rescue trains to take customers on the rest of the journey. Uh, though some on Twitter, uh oh, said there were not enough seats for everyone. Poor, poor train mm. travelers had to stand. This, this sounds like the Fire Festival all over again. <laughs> Pepsi Fire. Who's this? <laughs> This right here? Yes. This is Chris Geidner. He is, let me see, uh, BuzzFeed legal editor. Boo. <laughs> Click Wrong. Me. So let's see. I wonder, uh, you know, so, someone like that, I guess. Ten I guess reasons we need to have a pizza delivered to our trade tracks. <laughs> 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 Ten reasons the president's a pizza. <laughs> well, you're the legal editor. What does that be like? I you, think you make sure that things, uh, you know, you can run things without it being libel, or does he run legal stories, like is legal related stories? Is he doing like serious stuff, like legal? Yeah, legal yeah. Related stuff. Well, you you kind of have to because BuzzFeed uh, last year was the one that like published the the memo or the uh, the uh, what's his name uh, Christopher Steele the memo about Trump's P tapes the dossier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dossier. so they were the ones who actually like put that out there. So presumably they had to like you know have a legal team ready to go. Yeah, so apparently, uh, I'll read Chris Geidner's description. I think it'll tell us everything we need to know about him. Legal editor, BuzzFeed News, Supreme Court correspondent, lawyer, gay, law dork, Buckeye, recovery. Is gay still a job in 2017? I I guess so. It's a full-time job, Mm. yeah. Uh, Recovery, DMs are open. Or email me. So, man, just slide <laughs> right into those DMs. Down right. in the DM. Go down in the DM. Go down. <laughs> <laughs> what is your, my personal, like, most hated BuzzFeed list is uh, something like 39 Reasons Christmas Was Better in the 90s. And all Jesus. 39 of them should be You Were 8. Can we <laughs> Can we go around the room and give our uh, favorite, uh, just come up with a BuzzFeed article that you'd want to see? Hmm. Okay. That I specifically want to see. <laughs> I want to see uh, the tent. The you know what? No, hold on. That doesn't work. Tanner, Thirteen you reasons you should kill yourself if you weren't born in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel oh, to I Thirteen think. Reasons Why. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Thirteen Reasons Why you should kill yourself after watching Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, sixty-nine reasons you're doing sex wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, ten different people and things that were saved by Narcan this week. Oh, okay. Mm. 13 aggregate sites that are better than BuzzFeed. Ooh. That 
called him Ten out. Ten different ways to grip yourself while masturbating to Sonic the Hedgehog. Ten... <laughs> Ten reasons my ex-girlfriend Jackie is a total bitch. <laughs> hmm. Ten reasons Tanner only has one ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you called her out. I Jackie. no, I'm not mine. I'm saying that's the writer's my okay. ex-girlfriend. I've never had a girlfriend named Jackie. <laughs> I'll stand by my last one. I wish I. Ten did. reasons I'm laying in this bed, staring at the ceiling, wondering what's going wrong with my. <laughs> 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 so I guess, uh, and it, it should be said too. Says he ordered pizza pies to the train, not just one for himself. So I guess he ordered a lot and then Show dispersed off. them. Yeah, well, he's a wealth manager. I, th- I think I think he, he spit on some of them and <laughs> hand them out <laughs> to the poorest of them. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to our next subject, these nap pods in high schools. Uh, Tanner, I think you posted this one as well. I did. So uh, I don't know who read the article, but I guess to improve some sleep, some schools are introducing these uh, nap pods, and they're these like. Almost sci-fi looking things uh, right here. And you, I guess students over like you know lunch break or whatever, study hall, whatever they have nowadays, mm. uh, you just go in them, take a nap, or just chill out, and you come tasty. out feeling mm. refreshed. Wait, what did you just say, Cameron? That girl looks tasty. About that high, high school girl? Yeah, that's right. Mm. In the nap pod. Like to have me a bite of her. Mm. All right. Uh, but yeah, it's not even like they don't even recommend it just for sleep. They also say if students are especially aggravated or um, uh, they used another descriptor in here, but they can go like the, the faculty actually recommends the students to go and use it. I mean, obviously, we didn't have anything like this in high school. We didn't have any sort of yeah. nap apparatus. Did you That's guys? I slept on my desk. That was my yeah. nap yeah. apparatus. Your apparatus, <laughs> if you will. I mean, wouldn't it be better? I, like, this is, to me, just kind of weird. I I get a lot of the problems in the article. The article delves into, like, this isn't going to solve the problem of health studies show that teenagers, that high school should start later, uh, that teenagers should be, like, all doing all these other things. I don't think this really solves that problem. Well, yeah, and it says in the article that teenagers should be getting 9 to 10 hours of sleep. All those hormones, you know, like, they're just bursting. And you you need to recharge. Know uh, you know what? This is a this is a better solution than the uh, ostrich pillow. Than the you final solution. No, what's the ostrich pillow? This. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? Yeah, um, it's you just put it over your head and just the world goes away. I have no doubt in my mind that these sleep pods are in some type of like art centric high school. Yeah, yeah. They yeah like well, they are fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what oh I was just about to bring God. up. Fourteen thousand dollars for what? That's what my entire high school cost. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you went to the great Rockingham High School, didn't you? That's, nope, that existed in the nineteen fifties. I went to Richmond Senior High School. Mm. Oh. So much. Who's better. that named after? Um, uh, Jonathan R. Richmond. Okay. Senior. Yeah. What'd he do? That's, uh, he founded Richmond Senior High School. That's just the, <laughs> like, that's the, it's just claim to fame. cyclical okay. thing. Right. <laughs> he wasn't a celebrity. He just had a money and was like I had <laughs> all ideas. It was some Civil War era <laughs> Confederate yeah. hero. Yeah. Do you know about the uh, school districts that were, like, really violent and then they introduced transcendental meditation into the schools, like, made it part of, like, like the curriculum or whatever, and then, like, the violence went away mm. completely? That sounds like a Morgan Freeman movie. Yeah. Uh, How? Yeah, no. there's, like, a bunch of different areas in the country that they try this out, and it's, it's meditation. It just makes you not 
like violent. No, I was questioning how does that sound like a Morgan Freeman movie? Uh, that Morgan These Freeman. These kids are so violent. I'm gonna sit down and have a sleep with them. No, that movie exists, and I watched it about three weeks ago, and he doesn't respond that way at all. Are you he's talking about wanted? Like no, what's the one? Children have he's to get to the meditation. Like stereotypical <laughs> New York like inner city yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. From the 90s, and it yeah. just looks like Warriors is going on yeah. in the hall. <laughs> he comes in and like starts beating people and throwing people out of school hmm. and cursing at children, and it and works by out. By the, the end, end, yeah, that's the reference to the joke I made. Yeah. Oh, I lean on me. Just lean on me. Is that yes. it? It is. Hmm, interesting. Go. We just deconstructed a joke, Tyler. Come on it up is. top. Hey, good job. That felt l- good. Oh, and he's not even a, a, a teacher. He's a principal. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, really taking names. I was thinking of the Antonio Banderas one, where it's similar, you know. Is it the one that, like, South Park kind of made fun of? I the need to teach Car- these Car- kids. I need to reach yeah. these kids. I felt like that was just making fun of every Lifetime movie. There's, like, a hundred Lifetime movies with that same premise of uh, someone goes to an inner city school and they have to connect with the kids. <laughs> What was? Did you guys ever see Freedom Riders? What was no. it? Never saw it. But uh, it's Riders. based on that's the a Hillary Swank one, isn't it? Uh, I don't don't she's in it. You know what? That actually, I don't know the the lady's name. Let me see here. Uh, but Swank it's or. it's the whole like based on the true white story woman, of the yeah. Kids writing that is letters. Hillary Swank. Boom. Yeah, Tyler Deese is right. Was that 2007? Wow. 2007. Yeah, it was yeah. Hillary Swank and uh, ooh Scott Glenn, the guy who plays Stick in Daredevil. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but that was a movie they made us watch twice in school, two different classes. I guess they really liked that movie. Or they just or had one video for the whole school. <laughs> or, or that your teachers were hungover on two different days. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, how many times did you guys watch Osmosis Jones in school? In school, none. <laughs> at home, thousands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All really. The time at home. I can count it. I can think of at least four separate occasions we watched Osmosis Jones in That's school. Cool That's school. the laziest biology class. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer that biology class with the ones I had. It was more just some southern milf just threw down a textbook. It was like, all right, read this. I'm gonna quiz you on it every week. Why are you mm. upset about a southern milf? That seems oh no, I mean, it's great. It's just kind of distracting when you're trying to learn. Oh, in our uh, <laughs> trying to teach you biology. I think we what was yeah. it, Earth Sciences class? We watched Super Volcano. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we watched. Uh, yeah, we watched. Was it Dante's Peak? Yeah, we watched Dante's Peak in eighth grade. And, yeah, and my my eighth grade teacher, Mr. Saucman. <laughs> there's a part you know where they're oh, in. Like, I remember the Saucman story. They're in the well. There's a bunch of Saucman stories. <laughs> this one. There, that's the scene where they're in like the the spring, the hot spring. The couple is they're getting naked. They're like, yeah, you know, they yeah. shouldn't be yeah. there. And then like the bubbles start to come up. <sighs> and then uh, Mr. Sauceman turns to all of us in the class, like while well, the, the the couple's making out, but then the bubbles start coming up. And he turns and he's like, little volcanic action, no pun intended. Oh. <laughs> God, <laughs> that pyroclastic ash is more like pyroclastic ass. <laughs> that's when he gets removed. <laughs> There was there was in sixth grade there was a teacher where it's like they had been fired immediately and no one knew why and I feel like the kids in his class were sworn to secrecy but of course some of them talked and I guess he showed straight up porn to his class hmm. I don't know why not sure because sex ed at that time was in fifth grade this was in sixth grade when this happened it could have been one of those things where he's like trying to show something on a projector <laughs> it's a refresher and he opens yeah. up a tab he shouldn't open up yeah oh I remember once in sixth grade where I typed in I wanted to go to dictionary.com and I spelled it D I-C-K-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y, and I found dictionary.com. I did that as well in elementary school. Uh, It is funny that you brought up Dante's Peak. I I was listening to Harmontown earlier this uh, this week, 
and uh, Dan Harmon was talking about how there's apparently a supercut online because there's two characters in Dante's Peak. One of them's named Harry. The other one's named Terry. So there's a super cut of them being like, Harry, Terry, Harry, Terry, just back and forth to each oh, other. No um, but at least Dante's Peak had like some production value in it. Super Volcano was like the sci-fi channel version where it was like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Oh, well, also yeah. Pierce, it had Pierce Brosnan and Lim- Linda Hamilton. Like it had, it had some actors. We watched the day after uh, tomorrow for like six years after it came out. Yeah, Ooh, every yeah we did watch we watched that, that one. one. I do that remember that. What a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. This is why global warming's bad, kids. That's that's Mm -hmm. why nobody believes in it. (laughs) We forced that down everyone's throat, played it on FX for nine years straight at five. (laughs) And everybody's like, you know what? I hope it does end that way. Thanks a lot, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, And then he did 2012. Who? Jake Gyllenhaal? No, no, the director, Roland Emmerich, did 2012. That's not the same movie? That movie was so ridiculous that's i decided not to watch it because i just i had seen day after tomorrow so my times. family rented it and popped it in and i just remember seeing this part where I, I, nicholas cage is in that right no 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 someone no, like uh, it it's like john a john cusack okay yeah <laughs> he he's like zipping through this like la traffic or whatever yes and he makes it out. Like <laughs> the whole city's crumbling yeah. he makes right. it out unscathed like right that scene yeah. from uh, the dark knight rises where they're at the football game and he's like barely making uh, it as the <laughs> whole thing's imploding uh-huh. yeah that but like just unreal like yeah. like that yeah. that at least seemed to have like sort of some real lucky pacing but th- i'm if you watch the scene I'm talking about, you would look back at the Dark Knight Rises like, yeah, okay, that was pretty realistic. Well, <laughs> in the Dark Knight Rises, at least some people get swallowed into the hole. Like some of the football True. players nice. do get swallowed into the hole. But yes. yeah, in uh, in this, and you know, thousands of people are dying during this thing. But John Cusick is somehow such a skilled driver <laughs> that he can manipulate his way out of the city. I did mean, you, did you guys see the uh, the sequel to 2012, 2013? Yes, wonderful Tanner. I love you. There's yeah. no 2013. So <laughs> Roland Emmerich's <laughs> best movie is joke. easily Independence Day, though, because Independence Day is an actual classic. No oh. no sarcasm. That movie is fantastic. But what about Independence Day Resurgence? Didn't see it. Don't want to. <laughs> Independence Day is okay. Yeah, Independence Day is, is solid. Independence Day Resurgence, I don't think anyone defends. I, I feel like Independence Day uh, is the one everyone goes to where it's like, what's your movie guilty pleasure? Oh, Independence Day, because it's so stupid. Don't, no need to feel guilty. Everyone likes Independence Day. Like, no one, no one's like, do you, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's like all those movies from that time were semi-original, like Armageddon, semi-original. Even though, what was the movie? Armageddon sucks. What was the movie that was, like, just like Armageddon that came out around that same time? Oh, it had Morgan Freeman as the Charm president. Deep, Deep Impact. Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. That's nice. Sharknado? No, that Say was. Again, Cameron. Sharknado? One more time. And with that, we're <laughs> on to our second break. Uh, Tanner, Tanner's learned better, yeah, but it is time for our second break. We actually went over, so uh, but th- that'll be all right. We'll just take a 10-minute break. We'll come back here at 10-10. So uh, stick around, guys. We'll be back. 11-10. 11-10. <laughs> I believe you meant your body was a wonderland. Yeah, yeah. we didn't we didn't catch that on mic. Cameron, can you repeat for the viewer uh, what you said off mic? I said, my body is a temple. As evidenced by the uh, Dr. Pepper and Cheetos breakfast you had yesterday. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. Your body is a temple post-ISIS visit, right? <laughs> uh, I think I better Jesus. quit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be leaving with a fat lip. Hey, here's what I'm I'll already chubby. <laughs> here's what I'll say about ISIS. 
boys will be that's boys. <laughs> that's just locker room talk. Yeah. That's just locker room <laughs> shenanigans. That old ISIS. Oh, silly ISIS. Terrorism's for kids. So Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, Tanner just wants to stomp all over our fun. We were finally having fun. These are the. F- <laughs> I've been having fun the whole show. I'm I, just kidding. Sydney, we need Ty- to. Tyler's s- overwhelmed with fun. Which Tyler? It's I've, I've, I've been <laughs> Try running with D's. My cup runneth over with fun. <laughs> that's a J. That's a Jay Z lyric. <laughs> so as as Tanner said, it's time for us to get into nerd culture. And uh, the first thing to kick us off, Tanner, I'll let you take it. You were pretty passionate about this. Well, okay, so there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog game coming out this uh, this fall called Sonic Forces. And there's going to be three playable characters, and two of them are revealed to be the modern Sonic and the classic Sonic. They did this in the last big Sonic game, Sonic Generations. And the third character's been a mystery. And so yesterday they finally revealed who the third character is. It's a custom character. You get to make your own uh, Sonic character who can like run around and do stuff. And if you want to uh, pull up my desktop, I'll show the trailer while we're I, talking. I've, I have it right here. Oh, look at you. I'm prepared. Gotta go fast. You guys are having fun downstairs. I'm doing my job. I Ooh. am having fun in my downstairs. But that's <laughs> I think that was picking up on the cameras. All right. So, uh, yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog, if you don't know, has a very big furry audience. A lot of, a lot of fun fan art. And this is just <laughs> them admitting that this is their audience. And I think it's genius. I yeah, think it's, it's freaking genius. Now that now that gaming systems are where they are, there's no there's no reason why we can't have every character you know be customizable and everything. Right, but <laughs> to do this with a game that a franchise that's prominently associated with the furry culture, I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. This is this is where Sonic is. Dan, are you a furry? I am not, but I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan back in the day. So I guess so. Like what you're saying is that people can take this opportunity to make the character the way that they actually dress. Yeah, they As can. A furry? Well, they can make these furry fan fiction characters that they've been drawing and posting on like DeviantArt for years. In fact, if you type your name, the Hedgehog, there's always going to be a result, and they did that for you guys. Uh, mm. I have a few. Ooh, oh boy! God. So let's start with. Uh, it's going to be like face app. Let's Wait start with. Minute. Did you get I two Tyler ones? I did. I got two okay. Tylers. <laughs> I got. Two, I got the first two Tylers when uh, I type in Tyler the Hedgehog. Cool. First up, and I'll let this one be uh, you, Tyler Wood, is Tyler the Hedgehog. <laughs> yep. Wow, that's about right. Can, point. can you read it? Yeah. Origin, Tyler was walking in the streets and he saw a monkey spitting fire. Luke the Hedgehog walked up to him and said, S, a monkey spitting fire, what should we do? He responded with, let's eat this monkey before he becomes a menace to the world. That's it. That's why he's always sad. The end. He likes hentai. Zephyr mom and Henry's mom likes to have sex with Zephyr in his dreams. Zephyr was asking for it. Mm-hmm. And he's, his powers, he's not as fast as Sonic, but pretty fast in bed. Always sad face. He dislikes monkeys, dirt people, going outside, girls, stuff, I don't know. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, so then we have other Tyler the Hedgehog. Is Zephyr a Sonic character? No. Oh, uh, damn it. This is D's. Damn it. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Dude, of course. Spot on. I yeah. accept. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's a weird, um, uh, it's kind of like androgynous. That is, yeah, that is, that is exactly how feminine my hips are, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Tanner, I hate you. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you got like uh, the really feminine this hips and arms. This is the best part of my day so far. <laughs> That's just thanks for showing those back to back too. So oh, I you're welcome. It is sad. In fact, here let me get a let me get a comparison sake. Mind, it so is sad that you don't get the bio though. What would no, your hedgehog bio be? That's, that is my bio. You don't need a bio. Tyler, the body you, you look that good. <laughs> just skate by on your looks. Wait, hold on. I uh, just want to for comparison's sake, pretty accurate. That's, yeah, it's on point. Yeah. So uh, next up, uh, Sydney, 
Uh, there actually wasn't any boy Sydneys, but there was uh, this, this this minx right here, Sydney the Hedgehog. Hmm. I, uh, is she holding an iron? Let uh, me enhance. Of course, she's a woman. That's she's holding a bow, uh, like a bow and arrow. That is a d- way too small bow to be effective. All right. Who drew this? A four-year-old? Probably. Yeah, You're not. Probably so. <laughs> Bless you. You're not a fat slob, Sydney. Count your blessings. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess who didn't need a monkey? That is pretty good. Guess yeah. who's pretty a fast coo- in bed? <laughs> guess who's a cool guy? Cameron yeah. the Hedgehog. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. So oh, let me. You got a, you got a duster like That's a like a school shooter. <laughs> 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 so again, spot on. Here, let me get the name Cameron, age seventeen, species hedgehog. Cameron is a headstrong hedgehog who is up for anything. Uh, being Daddy's friend, he would agree. He's kind of a daredevil. He has a huge crush on Alex, but doesn't throw himself on her like Jack. Though, he tries to get up close and personal with her. When he has the chance. What's up with this whole mythology of fake Sonic the Hedgehog characters? Wait, Cameron, how old were you in the year uh, 2011? Uh, man, I must have been like 16. 16 yeah. Oh, so this was this is pretty accurate then. This was made in 2011. So like all these are made like with colored pencils and stuff. 16 and who is who is stitching uh, this mythology 15, together with Alex the, and Zephyr and all that? The fandom is crazy, man. It's I'm glad I got out you, of it what I did. You really <laughs> need to delve a little bit deeper into the internet. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, really. I thought oh, it was no. blood in, blood I'm out. I'm just this saying is, that it's... This is certainly, like, some sort of, like, it's inner communities. Well, it makes sense when it's, like, 40-year-old people on Reddit and 4chan, but with these, like, I mean... This is no, this art. I was what a huge Sonic fan yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. I would draw Wait, stuff. Hold on. Hold on, did you, you never experienced, like, the whole, like, cyber sex omegle thing? None of oh, that? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, of course. We're gonna but I wasn't creating, like, a far-reaching, interstitched mythology when I was 12 years old on the internet. I was on chat Sydney, rooms and not stuff. everybody has friends growing up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a good us, point. Yeah. All all not all of us joined a frat with stuff. people we already do. If you're, if you're drawing Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fan art, yeah, you probably aren't the most social person. Well, you In know who... Honestly, that's probably the first writing I ever did. Was What's like, fan fiction? Was like, well, role-playing, mm. sort of like improvised role-playing oh, the first people across the, first the internet. writing I ever did was Legend of Zelda fan fiction. That was the first like thing I sat down and wrote. I've never written fan fiction but that was my pastime like after school and stuff i would get home and just play like make-believe i, I had a sword collection that's how oh, cool i was nice. so i would get my swords and like act like i was just telling my girlfriend about this i would make up situations where like i would be rescuing the girl who i had a crush on back then or something like that but then i would also be like spider-man or you know whoever i was but i didn't write anything out yeah. i well, do also I'll just uh real quick i do want to go to tanner the hedgehog oh yeah uh, oh, let's see oh yeah, I'm, I'm a cool guy. Yeah, My name's tits. Tanner. I'm 19. I'm a, I'm a hedgehog. I'm single. I'm male. I have an Irish accent. And I like music, anime, scars, movies, bull terriers, and other animals. And the least functional pair of goggles ever. I dislike people who act immature and people who are annoying. <laughs> Favorite thing in the world, yao- yaoi and yuri. Oh. Now, I know what yaoi is. I don't know what yuri is. What is yaoi? Uh, gay people are fan art. Mm. Usually, I think it's like kind of like bears, like you know, big gay person, smaller gay person. Let's see, Yuri. If you look up Tanner the Hedgehog down down a few, there are there's Manetta the Hedgehog, and that's I don't know if if I'm really all that crazy about Alex the Hedgehog. I'm I'm all about Manetta right here. Manetta the Hedgehog. Yeah, you should. Uh, where? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Manetta. Is this a Judy Hopps hedgehog here? Oh, she, this, this Judy Hopps a shame. She's shapely. Yeah. 
Here is Mineta the Hedgehog. Mm, there you go. Look at that. Look so, at that. I mean, this this does reemphasize my point that they are just, the Sonic team is just catering to their audience with this uh, reveal that you could just make your own custom characters. Oh yeah, they know this is, the, the people who make this fan art, that's their audience, and they're just going for it. I, I, for I don't... Yeah, I don't know if it's that they've given up or that they just realize this is what Sonic is now and they just have to deal with it, or both. Yeah, I don't think you could have predicted whenever Sonic the Hedgehog was created, the the whole furry movement. <coughs> yeah, but you know what? Uh, like, did Who else played Sonic games? Because I played the Sonic games a lot as a kid. Uh, the only one I ever really played was the one for uh, Sega Genesis. Okay, see, I, I think... I am of the mindset that there are almost no good Sonic games. I think the original Sonic game is a full-on bad game. Sonic 2 and 3 are all right. And then all the 3D Sonics are awful. Why are you a fan? Because some part of me really likes it. And I did really like the 3D ones as a kid. And then playing them as an adult, I'm like, these are these are terrible. Yeah, well, I, what? I feel like there, there was one that I played on PC. I don't know what the name of it was. But it was one of the 3D ones. And it was insanely fun when I was a child. Yeah, no, it, it totally to is. pick it back up, though. But yeah. once you try to pick it back up, uh, it's, it's absolutely awful. I also, I remember getting Shadow the Hedgehog game for Christmas. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, I don't know if you guys know about him. Mm-hmm. He is like Sonic's emo uh, counterpart, yeah. and they made a spinoff game, and I'm going to pull up the cover in just a sec, because the cover is something to behold, in my opinion. Apparently, I'm looking this up, uh, apparently, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the comic book Sonic series yeah. is the longest-running comic based on a video game. I used to subscribe to it. I got an issue every month uh, from Archie Comics, and mm-hmm. this is the Shadow the Hedgehog cover. Shadow uses guns. Like The opening is him using a 9mm on, sh- on a soldier. And holding like a gun to Sonic's head, and he kills the soldier. No, in oh, the okay. game they like faint. Ah, yeah. but it's they really wanted to be edgy with Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> this this was so edgy. Yeah, put a nine to a soldier's head, <laughs> dude. This this was edgy. so edgy at the time. <laughs> Shadow and Bob Ross should have gotten together. Yeah. <laughs> right? uh, wait, what were what were you just saying, uh, Sydney? About oh, uh, comic book. Yeah, comic book. Yeah, I used to have that, and uh, that also had a lot of like. Had a lot of animals with boobs. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, do you remember the animated series? Yeah, there were there were several. There was Sonic, uh, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was a crazy, trippy ass one. Uh, that same year, there was Sonic Sat AM, which is the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon that was actually like really cool and really good. Uh, then there was Sonic Underground, where Sonic teamed up where, with his siblings to form like an underground r- punk rock band. Then there was Sonic X, uh, the anime version that I watched. On Foxbox, I would wake up to watch it, mostly based off the 3D games. Now there's Sonic Boom, the 3D CGI animated series, and uh, that, from what I understand, is pretty popular. Good God, I had no clue there were so many. I'm sad that I know all of that, like, off the top of my head. We are, too. Uh, and so with this one, I guess, is this what they've done with all the recent games where you can do either like a from behind view or a platform view? Uh, no, that was a thing they did in uh, Sonic Generations, uh, which again, people really like. That game is great. I've played Sonic Generations, freaking love that game. They made Sonic actually really good. And it seems like they're crowbarring, or that game was so re- was received so well that the whole time traveling gimmick of like modern Sonic meeting classic Sonic is brought back in Sonic Forces for no freaking reason because well, they know it worked. And what's the difference? It's just, to me, it just looks like modern Sonic is a little bit darker blue. Uh, he's taller. He's also mm. taller. He speaks, whereas uh, old Sonic was also fatter. Uh, like uh, the the Sonic fandom has a huge problem with like the way Sonic like his legs. Mm-hmm. People like Sonic fans hate the evolution of Sonic's legs. 
because uh, they've gotten so long over the years. <laughs> when they think that diminishes his running ability? Yes, yes Sydney, they do. Oh, huh. there's a picture coming up that I am going to thoroughly enjoy. You've got to understand the Sonic, and again, lo- I, I have unironic love for Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> and very ironic love. Like Some part of me just, just oh, loves this. Now song. Sonic oh is boy. six foot four what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the picture of uh, what's someone's interpretation. Like, look at these <laughs> stats they've got. <laughs> Tyler's ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I have disproportionate <laughs> legs, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> my legs are not made for my body, okay? Yeah, for what, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I think Sonic Forces is actually going to be really <laughs> cool. I just like, I feel like Cameron is, uh, Cam visually is like old Sonic and Tyler's modern Sonic. Yeah. Hmm. Just like short stubby legs and I'm kind of kind of pudgy. Every, I'm going to bring enough bullets for everybody. You, w- you want to be prefer, modern. I prefer modern Sonic Yeah, you want to be modern. I like the longer legs. Oh, yeah. kinda, well, they hate yeah, the evolution legs, of me. Long legs are all the rage in Paris this year. <laughs> they prefer the short. <laughs> was the perfect original with the short stubby legs. <laughs> yeah. He was chubbier. He was cuter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Cameron just pretty much said that the Cameron's a fat, short slob uh-huh. who can't yeah. speak. I'm a tall, fat <laughs> slob. <laughs> At least you got the tall thing going for you. <laughs> See, Tyler, you you were bad. That's why you're not this. Ah. <laughs> That's why you're this. <laughs> oh man, don't worry. I'll get a comparison up so we can see uh, Tyler versus his uh, other self. Dude. There we go. What is <laughs> it's so? It, it is absolutely perfect. Look at the, the <laughs> face. Oh, oh. but do wait tomorrow. a second. Do tomorrow. Okay, well, you could have picked this one for D's. You see this, Tyler? I'm, I'm, pu- I'm just p- liking Good God. that you all view me as uh, at least <laughs> handsome. <laughs> I don't know whose face that is right there covering up the goods. Yours. Oh, look, Sonic is wearing a Speedo. Got a nice little bit. Oh yeah, hand. no, I saw that image when I was looking this up. <laughs> I I saw a lot of images. I Wait. think I think this is maybe a better representation of Tyler. Oh, <laughs> when you guys hear That's the name Tyler, what what images does that conjure? Hmm. You know, like, to I me, guess Tyler's always been more can of a spaghetti kind of a douche. Yeah, it's always yeah. been more of a fratty yeah. sounding Tyler, name. Tyler's yeah. a douchey name. Yeah, hmm. and we've got me and you. I don't know yeah. how that happened. Well. <laughs> <laughs> We're lowering the equity. That's we are, we are. We're Me more really so than you. I'll give you that. But I'm trying to oh, think. That's <laughs> you think I'm? You think I'm mean? You think I'm douchey? No, I think you're handsome. Oh, going off my personal yeah, experience, they go hand in hand. With my personal experience, all the Tylers I've ever known have been somewhat hoodlums or somewhat like people on the fringe. Oh yeah, I, I, I grew up in the hood. <laughs> um, you're the, the love part of the hood. It's the, the first time that that sentiment has been expressed that way. Oh, yes, I grew up in the hood. Oh, yes, I ran I'm around with miscreants. I, I remember my days in the hood. <laughs> I remember them quite fondly. <laughs> my father had a boat, a boat detailing business in the hood. I would travel and visit it. Ta- uh, Tanner, is there any sort of like uh, meaning to the color of the hedgehogs, or is it just random? I think it's just random. Okay. Uh, Mine's yellow like piss. Because Tails is red? Ta- no, Tails is... Okay, Tails is a fox, uh, oh. so he's he's orange. Knuckles is an echidna who's red. Knuckles, Echid- echidnas, by the way, have four penises. I'm sure everyone knows. Uh, so I'm sure knows everyone knows. knows. Everyone knows. And, and if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, they have four. Uh, they echidna? have four pen- penises. And echidna. For what? Do they? Do they? Well, it's six, six foot four. What? It's <laughs> not like. <laughs> all right. Time out. Here. <laughs> 
If it's the thing I'm thinking of, they don't have four penises like blah, 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 like going on <laughs> different directions. No, they have four <laughs> penis heads. They have, have four penis heads off that. of one stalk. Yes, that's the correct. <laughs> it's just what? the animal yeah. man stalk. It no, is a he's, stalk. Right? He's 100 percent correct. Okay. Tyler is so right. That's that's what it is. So I was thinking it was so they could just be more efficient. No, lay no, no, no. lay four female echidnas at once. What is the benefit of having four penis heads? It shoots everywhere. It's more. Yeah. So it's just to to. It's probably probably disperse it better. Why do we have ten <laughs> fingers. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think it's I think I it's too think that's evolutionarily. That's, that is a really good question. Mm. For some reason, like it may not have been necessarily that there were four penis heads, but something about the first one that had four penis heads when that uh, evolutionary mutation the happened. mutation yeah. happened that when it the keeps getting passed on. And yeah. the four penis echidnas were running around, mm-hmm. and the three penis echidnas were just like <laughs> laid up at home. Like, <laughs> well, like you guys are always trying so hard with I your Well, think penis. about like. <laughs> every every mutation is is based on uh, you know uh, sex essentially. Is that true, Charles? Uh, the reason we is have that true, Charles. The reason humans have intelligence is because the uh, humans who were intelligent enough to keep their whole like tribe safe were uh, mated more, and so that was an evolutionary trait that was passed down. So uh, we can presume that the four penises had some sort of evolutionary advantage yeah, over... Sure. Apparently, oh. now the number one evolutionary advantage based on the largest number of families is who has the most Jeff Gordon t-shirts <laughs> and Ford F-150s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- those are the ones yeah. who tend to reproduce more than anything. But i got to share this. This is an ac- academic paper about echidna penises titled One Shaft, Four Heads. The echidna's <laughs> penis. One shaft, four what? <laughs> uh, wow, Tyler, quoting your own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Sonic had a big cast of characters. By the way, I just had this image pulled oh, up. Oh Jesus! Wow. Yeah. No, go back. Just don't, please, Tanner. I'm being 100 percent serious. Please do not pull up my desktop right now. But I got to show you guys <laughs> this echidna. I'll put something over it. Oh, I'll that's put. The, whoa. That's the thing I've seen. Yeah. Hold on, no, yeah? Sydney. Keep that up there. Don't yeah, worry. Don't God, scroll. Okay. Don't scroll. We're Be good. careful. <laughs> <laughs> that's just out there. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Cajun I'd suck that. that. That looks exactly nothing like I if thought. If you do it was move your mouse work. though, it will appear. It, it looks like uh it looks like an upside down execute. No one knows I, yeah, from Pokemon. Pokemon yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one agrees though? I don't really agree with I'm it. I'm writing down that oh. thing I said about the I think the you're, I think you mean executor, by the way. Because oh, that's okay, the one possibly. that would like it, full on head legs. Yeah, it it, like no, I'm talking about the tree. Yeah, that's the one. Like, <laughs> you walk and you're like, how's that standing up? The, that the legs aren't even wide. That's so the question is, do you think Knuckles the Echidna from Sonic the Hedgehog has four penises? Well, he must. Why do you that's think he's called he's Knuckles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the guardian of the Master Emerald, and uh, he's not, that's not the only thing he's guarding, you know what I'm saying? Jeez, so you're so Excuse was me? all this established during the comic book, or do you just know this from the okay, video game? So, so there's a lot of what happened with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in terms of like how this was developed. So, in ja- in Japan, it was always established that Sonic was on the real world and he had a human girlfriend, but they didn't like have the show the real world. No, the 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 video game, the first video game had this. That was that was a thing. And uh, then in America, when they were bringing it to the West, they did not have those files to translate. So they made up their own story that he was on an alien planet with a bunch of other like anthropomorphic animals. And, and that's then where Tails and Knuckles came. Yeah, from. and then they made the cartoons in America that further established that. And then in Japan, they made Sonic Adventure, which further established their whole "he's on the human world" thing. So now you have these two Sonic things that don't really mix. Uh, they can't really take out the human parts of Sonic Adventure. So now we've got regular Sonic running around in a human world. 
And that was also where you had. Th- this gets complicated. I if we oh, could son, yes, about <laughs> thirty minutes ago. <laughs> if if I get a segment, can we just have me like summing no, up? No, this was your lights? audition. Well, you, you do have your origin stories, so that's Sonic true. Fit in there. Yeah, uh, it right, should we... be noted that Knuckles has four large protruding knuckles. Maybe that's a shout he out. He actually the penis. does. He actually does. Mm-hmm. He has four on his fist. He has these weird little fist bumps. He also has these weird shoes that have like, like. Do you see they what I'm like talking about? Buttons on. Look like Etnies. <laughs> they like they look like a remote controller on top of a shoe. Like I don't know what a Lego. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're yeah, called. Everyone boy. jokes call him Lego. But I love how he's the he's yeah. the tough guy. <laughs> said it at the same time, and he wears those <laughs> stupid clown shoes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's already time for our final break. So when we get back, uh, I mean, I guess Tanner just taught us a lot about some interesting animal facts. But when we get back, Tyler, uh, excuse Magnum me, Deese, I've got gonna, so many more. <laughs> Deese is going to tell us all about the ocean sunfish. So we'll be back here in about ten minutes, guys. Stick around. Back from our third and final break. It is May seventeenth. This is Prime Nation. So, uh, Mr. Deese, you're joining us for the first time. You're going to be talk- telling us about some animal facts. Oh, yeah, I am. I'll let you dive right into that. No <laughs> pun intended. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're having Sydney, fun. Sydney, <laughs> make that wonderful joke because I'm going to be talking about the ocean sunfish today, guys. What is As this? As opposed to the land uh, sunfish? That's <laughs> yeah, I'd never I, heard. I didn't make up the names for these guys. I had never heard of an ocean sunfish. Right? It's that beautiful, is a beautiful little creature. Brisk creature. Oh, if you think it's ugly in that picture. I can't even tell where its face is. There we go. That's nice. Okay, I was about to say, make sure we get one for perspective, because the Wikipedia picture makes it look like it's, you know, size of a flounder or something like that, another flat fish. And uh, these these guys are actually, they're the heaviest bony fish in the ocean. As Uh, opposed to like a cartilage fish? Yeah. Okay. So, like, that would include sharks and rays, which are a lot larger, Mm -hmm. and um, they... Like typically grow to much larger size than these, but these guys are recorded up to five thousand, like three hundred and thirty pounds. I think is the figure that Jeez. I saw. Are they carnivorous? So, n- uh, yes. How do you define fish as carnivorous? That's well, I don't know really that's what a, my question. Interesting. They're uh, it's not. What is it? I can't. Uh, uh mm, kelp. Herbivores. They eat herbivores. Eat jellyfish. Oh, that's that, what I, it is. I think that's fine. I so mm, I don't think that's. that's that's more I that falls that's into that's a gray area. I'm not. Well, you call it like a pescatarian, because right, I guess jellyfish are technically fish. It's like much lower down on the evolutionary yeah, chain. It's yeah. more. That's what I I think it was. It's Let not. Me look up and see if they even have a term. Doesn't hurt them to look eat the jellyfish. Look for what they call uh, they're an invertebrate. Like things that eat invertebrates is okay. the one that I was going to go. Uh, by the way, uh, Dees, could you please just do like your? Uh, could you please match the picture I have on screen? I want to know how those things are able to eat jellyfish. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure we got that for the thumbnail. All right. (laughs) Their mouths never close either. They swim around like that the whole time that they're alive. They look like (laughs) a a resident of my hometown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, we all know someone from our our high school who constantly with their mouths open. I'm just saying, where's the birth certificate? I I just don't don't know why they have to come over and take all the dots. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's fine if you ain't white. Just do it away from me. I don't... (laughs) Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong. Like, you ain't nothing wrong with queers. Just if you touch me, I'll kill you. Right. <laughs> Can we introduce racist sunfish as a <laughs> yeah. recurring character uh, on this show? Sunfish. Anytime, anytime uh, we wanna we wanna 
talk about stereotypical racist stuff, we'll just take on that I'll sunfish take, I'll, character. I'll break that just, finger back. Just <laughs> give him a chance. Just peg a rad, red hat on him. Yeah. Like, that's MAGA. all the liberal media. <laughs> all these damn Prop. Asians in well, the ocean. What, what would a Japanese sunfish sound like? Yeah, give okay, us that. Okay, here we go. Oh, today I ate a two jellyfish. <laughs> And I eat a Portuguese manowar. Portuguese? <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole oh, spicy. <laughs> like a wasabi. Okay, oh, now it's just Scooby Doo. Like wasabi, Shaggy. Ruh-ro. Ruh-ro, Raggy. I guess it's wasabi. The manowar is the giant ones, right? Yeah, and they're not actually jellyfish mm. while we're doing this. They're oh. siphonophores, which are a... Uh, like coalescing of a bunch of single-celled organisms. You need to quit acting so uppity. So a man of war, yeah, you don't like that. that is it just good. is it, it just one organism? Use that tone. <laughs> yes, they're they're a collection of, but they're like a collection of protist-style um, single-celled organisms that have specific uh, like modal functions mm. that make the whole yeah. thing. I know, together. I know exactly what every word you just said yeah. means. Well, is that mm. not what a human is? As yes, Ooh. yes, but not quite the same. They're pretty neat little fellas. Mm. And it, it should right. be noted, too, that Tyler isn't just, like, talking out of his ass or looking this up a day before. You actually have a degree in marine biology. Oh, no. I'm, like, I don't know, two semesters short oh, of a degree okay. in marine well, biology. You did all the good work then. Yeah, I got, got most of it. You I skipped <laughs> all the, like, what are those, the classes you're supposed core to take? Core classes. Okay. Skipped all those did the other classes and I was like, you know what? I don't really think I want to do that. Oh yeah. So you'd rather yeah. cook Why the fish. Why are you doing this then? Because uh, you, you have to do something to feel alive every okay. day. <laughs> so you still find it interesting. You yes. still want to do it yeah, for yeah, career. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, I mean, if he can tell you exactly what a man of war is without looking it up, I, you got the expertise. It's a soldier. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty okay. Oh, don't pee don't pee on your man of war stings. By the way, yeah. That's I a that's, that's a myth. I read that's that. a myth. That's a myth. Jellyfish stings, a okay. You do pee on them. But yeah. the siphonophores, it's a completely different toxin. It's not going to help. What's another siphonophore? Um, it makes it worse. I could look it up, but I just want to see if you them, know. Well, it's that's a pretty overarching term. A lot of them float around like these little mucus tubes. Okay. In the, okay. Like out in the open ocean and scoop plankton and things like that. But they're like almost clear. That's uh, but they have the same stinging mechanisms. Gotcha. So, hmm. but um, yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> but the sun but back fish, to sunfish. Yeah. The sunfish. Today's topic. Uh, another thing that they hold the record for is they produce the highest number of eggs of any, uh, like ocean species. I think this one's producing some eggs right now. Well, yeah. Well, what if they have yeah, a nice toe face? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They produce 30, wait, not 30, 300 million eggs at one time. What if they have an IUD? <laughs> then they need to contact their doctor <laughs> and see if whatever pee medication is right for them. <laughs> <laughs> but you said that out of those 300 million, only one survives? Yeah, their, their numbers haven't like been growing over the past thousands of years. They're kind of hovering at a stable Good. like number. But uh, what that means is that they're producing 300 million eggs with each breeding cycle, which could occur multiple times throughout their long lifespan. And they're only generating one sunfish for every sunfish that was alive. What about so a daughterfish? Technically, fish? two 
Per- mm. Mm. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you wouldn't dwell on that. It doesn't deserve that attention. But yeah, so they're they're basically just out there. They generate like slicks of genetic material, which is the same way that Cameron reproduces. Got him! I did it, but all right, all right, all right, all right. Could you imagine just swimming through some of that? Cameron's material? I can't imagine. A boy feel like it's just Cameron's material swims by. It's like, have you seen my new video? Have you seen my new video? Have you seen my new video? Put on a new video. I used Which to liquid funny. dump in the in my bathtub and just sit in it. <laughs> That's, but now you do it on film and. Uh, so my uh, my uh, my parents walked in on me one time and they said, "What in the hell?" <laughs> they said, "You have to stop doing this." <laughs> so I stopped. So unhealthy. There. You have open wounds, Cameron. <laughs> if I oh god, <laughs> uh, if I could take us on a short tangent, uh, Tanner's over there. <laughs> Joey Diaz has a similar story. Where he used to poop in the shower, and then he would pick it up and toss it into the toilet. And his <laughs> wife, his wife caught him doing that one time, and she was like, "No, you you got to stop doing that." I said, <laughs> "Good wife." I was yeah. in the bath, and I'd shove it down the drain. He like I'd open it up like, a little. That's what he would say he he would do. But then whenever it was too dense to go down, he'd have to pick it up and toss it in the toilet. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> disgusting. That's, that's Joey Diaz. Yeah, you he, pooped on your carpet one For time. Real? Yeah, that's but it was point. an accident. An accident. Yes. All this you weren't talk. like nothing was wrong with you. I, like you weren't sick. Shut up! <laughs> you took your pants off. Is like I'm gonna make it to the toilet, and you didn't. Well, <laughs> you were drunk, right? Were you no, I drunk? had like two uh, beers. How old God. were you? Twenty-two. <laughs> uh, how old were you, Cameron? Uh, I was like eleven. <laughs> not no, right, not even. Not, okay. I was like, All right, I, I was actually know. like eight. That's still, you shouldn't be. Pooping you didn't prove my point by that much. Water. No, it was definitely like either seven or eight. Could a sunfish survive in my uh, bathtub? <laughs> Could have been nine. I mean, it was either as seven long eight as you nine. didn't poop in it. No, no, no. Say yeah. it's completely clean, clean bathtub. Clean how, bathtub. How long before I got a shifter? Before she's got a she's too big <laughs> and I you just have to her. flip them over. <laughs> yeah, I was about That's, to say you just have to let them sun themselves. They get pretty big. That looks like they're, a scrotum. Yeah, no, they're massive. That's what I was, they're like five thousand pounds, fourteen feet mm-hmm. long, which what? is how like, big? Yeah, that's, how, they're how gigantic. God, how big do they come out? That's they're very uh, tiny. Inches. That's mm. like extremely tiny, and they're actually born in these little egg cases that mm. are shaped like the Star of David. What? And they oh, they're Jewish. Around. Yeah, circumcised. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's why their tail looks like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so I guess all fish, when they're babies, are called fries. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I was about to say if it was a fry, a yeah. sunfish fry, and that if could survive. It is a vertebrate. It's called a tot. <laughs> <laughs> a frit. <coughs> what? A oh. frit. The French. French uh, fry. These things, they're pretty pretty, kind of gross overall. Mm-hmm. Would you eat one as well? I would definitely try to eat one. Are they edible? Nice. Like, do, are they? Yeah. Seals Seals actually swim up to them and will, like, just bite chunks out oh, of them. Oh, Jesus. Do they care? That's, uh, I mean, it probably kills them eventually. Do they, do they turn around like, oh! As far as, like, do they have some sort of animosity that builds up towards seal kind because of one interaction with a seal? No, they're better than that. Well, I mean, like, are so. they, like, can they feel it, or are they that terrible? That's, oh, I don't know. I've, I haven't animal. really asked. Whoa. Hey, but, uh, Tanner, um, if you pull up my story. Come on, you know that was fun. No, it wasn't. I liked it. I'm not having fun. So this oh. is the uh, Star of David thing you were See? referring to. <clears throat> and apparently that's a few more than six. And this, yeah, that's nine. But it says this is still a fry, which uh, possesses spines that will later disappear. 
So are those like a defensive thing until it gets big enough? I would know? imagine so. Okay, yeah. But that's what's going on there. And they actually, as they develop, they lose their entire rib cage and they lose a couple of other things. So by the time they're grown, they're just like a skull, a spine, and then I actually think there's a, a picture of the bones up on the screen. How right do you lose? Like, what happens to the rib cage? It just uh, the the material that would have become bone just works itself back into the organs body system. So oh, all the all okay. the things that comprise bone, like it's uh, calcium phosphate, I'm pretty sure is so what. So that's bone before is. they're even out of the egg casing that it becomes something other than the rib cage. Uh, no, they actually they like they're born they with a rib cage from animals who have rib cages right. and they have rib cages in their fry form yes and as they grow okay. instead of developing into ribs that are as large as the fish the ribs just so the fry is not away. the egg form or not egg i shouldn't say the the like zygote form is that right uh what do you mean or is fry like baby fish it's out of well, all egg casings and okay whatever. the way that a lot of especially like ocean species work, is you're going to generate a lot of babies that have very rudimentary uh, defense mechanisms. Yeah. And that's they're going to develop. Okay. Instead of developing within the mother, since they don't do live births, mm. since like for the most part, since the majority of fish don't do it like that, you're going to produce a lot of eggs that still have a lot of growing to do mm. that so that you don't have to produce all of the energy so the eggs to come feed out thousands and thousands. And real, real quick, Tanner, I have a skeleton pulled up on my screen if you want to show that. Yes. The eggs come out fully fertilized? That's, uh, I'm actually not sure about that one. I okay. thought that these guys were broadcast spawners, spawners and that's why... They would produce this many. Now that eggs. means the eggs come out and then the sperm comes out. Right, from the right. Dad so that's and that's the way that like salmon work. Things okay, like yep. that. A lot of different fish, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure that they work like broadcast spawners. They're because okay. they're open ocean, and they salmon are one and done though, right? They reproduce once and they're dead. Uh, for the most part, okay. that's a, the, a lot of like the species that we think about operate like that. I'm not that's sure what the migration is about, right? Across the board, though. Yeah. The salmon migrate mm -hmm. to lay the eggs. Right. The yeah. only way right. I know anything about that is there's a Futurama episode where they're salmon. Yeah. <laughs> in like a what if yeah. scenario. That's yeah. the reason I know most of that. Uh, yeah, you got to think that these things couldn't actually procreate in the human way with the shape. Yeah. No. They have to date. It's, it's terrible. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> it's no tender for these guys. <laughs> He's like, what? I pay $40 for a dinner. I'm a fish. <laughs> what do you think fish say to each other when like they're going after one fish and it doesn't work out and then they get all bummed out about it? There's plenty of fish in the sea. That's, I don't Is that what you were going well, for? I feel like there there's plenty of humans on turf. <laughs> 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 they're probably like, Finn, you leave. Mm. Like a French film? Yes. <laughs> All right. So we found out that they lay more eggs than anyone else. So they're the heaviest bony fish. Yeah. Do you uh, think uh, their version of oral is like with the gills? Oh. Tanner, no. That's Jesus. No. They stick their tails in each other's gills. <laughs> <laughs> what's I'm, what's I'm the other spawn. type? If I'm going to spawn. <laughs> I guess if a fish doesn't have gills, it's, it's just like a dolphin, right? It has to come up to the air? That's not a fish. That's a mammal. Yeah, true, but... Because yeah, there are certain fish without gills, uh, right? Uh, mm, no. There are fish without gills, like w really, really low down on the evolutionary chain, but what they have are gill slits or like uh, some evolution of a pharyngeal Something slit. that will filter so, water to right, get oxygen they, out. They have a method of passing water over 
either gills or gill-like apparatus. This hmm. is a closing so. question, nothing to do with that fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do dolphins sleep? Uh, w- one side of their brain at a time. How do they, like, they are mammals that live under the water that have to breathe air. How yeah. do they sleep? They sleep one side of their brain at a time. What? Okay. So that's they're always constantly moving? That's, yeah. That's oh. Whoa. They don't, they don't, like, sleep. Um, they, they are way smarter than us. Then. They have the Jesus. ability to rest parts of their brain and oh, that's incredible. other parts of their brain out. Okay. Because so it's sea extremely impressive. Sea turtles sleep above the water. That's, I would assume. Okay. Can you ask turtles are dumb. dumb. That's <laughs> dumb. That's, yeah. Why? Because they develop just, fins do you instead know of how feet. how many people talk about sea turtles in this town? And if you go to UNCW and you go through the marine biology program, everybody wants to talk about turtles. And I get it. Like, turtles are dying, whatever. They're but not <laughs> technically fish. They're not <laughs> fish exactly. in the slightest. They're reptiles. They're, not, they're, not they're, even they're reptilians. They're reptilians. They're reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> reptiles. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. But I, I, I no, I'm not particularly interested in turtles. I'm just curious how they don't die. Know that off the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious as how they don't die, That's like sleeping. No, I would imagine, and uh, turtles can dive for an extremely long period of time. I know as well. They they have the ability to dive for extended periods of time, just like a dolphin or a whale would. Okay. So whale would. That's my uncle's name. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sharks that have to keep moving while they sleep, right? Um, uh, that's not necessarily true. Mm. That's some sharks are too that's large crazy. for their body to like rest on the bottom of the ocean. What a fat so ass. So they have to <laughs> kind of generate movement. But sharks lay on the bottom of the oh, ocean. Oh, huh, okay. Sharks can sleep on the bottom of kinda the like ocean. Kind of like a horse. Like, I yeah. never thought a horse could lay down to sleep, but they actually do. Yeah. Yeah. After drinking mint juleps, tied it all back. <laughs> 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 nice. So with that, guys, that's the end of our show. It has been May 17th, Prime Nation Live. I'm Sydney Roberts. You can find me at SydneyRoberts18 on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Tyler Wood. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler W. Wood and on Instagram at Styler Wood. And you can find Prime Nation across all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Libsyn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher eBay, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Gmail. We don't have a Snapchat. Probably wouldn't be a bad a bad idea though. Yeah, I, like I don't. I barely put anything on the Twitter as is, but follow it. Well, I was uh, about to say it'd be more useful than Instagram. I retweeted it to all of my like three followers. And we're on all those social media platforms at Prime Nation Live. We're giving away a comic book right now. I don't know if anybody's interested. Not in all you have to do to enter is retweet the uh, the the either the post on Twitter or share the post on Facebook, and you're entered to win. There are only about two people entered, so you have pretty good odds, and we're extending mm-hmm. that. Since we're not going to be here Thursday or Friday, we're extending that to next Friday. Yeah, and I'll, so I'll go ahead and say uh, we're taking Thursday and Friday this week off. Uh, it's the Cape Fear Comedy Festival, so anyone listening locally, go uh, downtown, pretty much any venue downtown, you'll be able to see. Hell's Kitchen, Real Cafe, uh, the old um, Level 5 uh, mm-hmm. theater. Hell is that called? It's like the city rooftop stage. at the City Stage now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, rooftop, the the rooftop at North Front Theater. That mm. yeah yeah. 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 Uh, Dead Crow, Bombers. Uh, there's an open mic at Sour Barn tonight, and there's probably one I'm forgetting. Oh, Bougie Nights. Is so one. there's mm-hmm. over sixty comedians coming into uh, the Port City. Not to mention all the ones that we have already living here. Um, and like I said, if you go pretty much anywhere downtown, you'll be able to find wh- where something is going on. So uh, all these guys are going to be busy with the comedy festival, so we're taking those days off. And we're also going to be revamping the studio here, so I don't want to get ahead of myself, but on Monday we might be coming back with a new, fresher look. Mm-hmm. So uh, either way, we'll be back on Monday at 10 a.m., but I'll send it back to Cameron. 
I uh, am Cameron Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Smith. C A M B O I S M I F. You done? Uh, I'm Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tyler Dees. You can find me on Twitter at Jokes for Food, uh, and I'm on Facebook. But otherwise, I'm unimportant. That's Facebook with an F. <laughs> I'm Tanner Methvin. You can find me on Twitter at Tanner Methvin and the Sinister Waffles YouTube channel. Perfect. That's been our show, guys. Uh, join us back on Monday, live at 10 a.m. Take it easy till then. Hope you all have a good weekend. <laughs>